Hi, welcome to our brand new podcast, Lunch Table Talk, hosted by me, Karan. So here on this podcast, we're going to keep it simple, keep it plain. We're going to talk about things that are within my, you know, within my window. That is sports, which is basketball. Sneakers, which most people classify me as a sneakerhead. Relationships, because we all got experience in being dumped and dumping. Um, as well as certain things we see as far as technology hitting the market and how it affects our lives, such as EV cars. Are we ready for EV cars? But today's episode is titled Goat and Sneakers. The reason why I say Goat and Sneakers is because when you hear the title Goat, it's an acronym for greatest of all time. And since we're talking about basketball, there's only one person I see as the Goat of all time, and that's Michael Jeffrey Jordan. My top five is is as of right now is this number five is Kobe Bryant number four is Magic Johnson number three is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar number two is LeBron James number one is Michael Jordan I can state the obvious he was six for six six MVPs he never went to a game seven but also add a few other things because you can go on YouTube and watch these things But Michael Jordan won 25 out of 26 playoff series. That's incredible. He still has the highest scoring average in the playoffs. Not the most points because that's LeBron now. But he still has the highest scoring average in the playoffs. He has still the highest scoring average career-wise for for all-time scoring average for your career at 30. 30 30.1 if I'm not mistaken. And he has the most impressive sneaker line that you can ever imagine. My favorite Jordan is Jordan 6. And you're saying LeBron is better? We can debate all day as far as basketball player-wise if he is because some people prefer a guy who's a facilitator. A guy who can do just about any and everything. But we all know when it comes to sneakers, it's not even close when it comes to sneakers. Now, I will tell you, I do have a few pair of LeBron in my collection. The LeBron 7 and LeBron 9 Low. And I'm going to say, they're very unique and they're very different. But as far as sneakers, LeBron's not touching Jordan. And we can always say Jordan had a head start he was lucky to link up with a guy by the name of Tinker Hatfield because Jordan's going to leave Nike. But Jordan, what makes the shoes iconic is because of the guy who wore the shoes. Jordan represents success, represents winning. When I look at LeBron's sneaker line, they represent promise. They represent a dominant figure who doesn't finish. That's just my opinion. Don't get mad. But let's talk about both these guys. Basketball-wise. 
and then we'll go back to the sneakers in a minute. This battle between Jordan and LeBron started back in 2016. When the 3-1 comeback came to fruition and LeBron took the title away from the Warriors, now everyone started to have this conversation. Is LeBron really the GOAT? And that's when I thought about doing a blog or doing something online or writing an article. And I said every year I was going to do, is LeBron the GOAT? Because everyone kept saying, if he does this, he does that. He's going to be considered the greatest player of all time. This year, LeBron surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of all-time points. He's already all-time leading scorer in the playoffs. But overall, like point total overall, he surpassed Kareem. I'm going to be honest. I didn't see that coming. I didn't think no one was going to catch Kareem. If you are going to catch Kareem, you, you would have thought it would have been a scorer like a Kobe or even an MJ or even a James Harden someone who, was, who scores the ball you would think it would be a a habitual scorer not a guy who's consistently who falls out of bed at 27 7 and 7 or 27 whatever it is his averages I know he averages 27 points a game for his career at least that's what it was for him to achieve that you have to give the man props And that speaks to his longevity. That speaks to him taking care of his body. That speaks to him putting the effort, the work, spending the money. Um, It's a ridiculous amount of money he spends on his body. And let's also not sneeze neither. This is a guy who went to eight straight finals. Ten total finals he's played in. He's four and six. He's won championships with three different franchises. That's impressive. But you know what's even more impressive? When you go to the finals and you never lose. When it doesn't go to a game seven. Yes, LeBron has a great record or puts up great numbers for a game seven. But Jordan never went to a game seven. If I'm not mistaken, I think Jordan is two and one in game sevens. I've only remember seeing him play three game sevens in his whole career. And that would be one against the Pistons, the Knicks in 92, and the Pacers in 98. I also feel like LeBron did the incredible thing by bringing his friends along and building a conglomerate of an empire with his friends. That's the definition of I make it, we all make it. We'll make your dreams come true. Shout out to those guys. They are very inspirational. I know I want to stick to just basketball only, but I need to at least shout that out, as well as him talking about social issues, having a school. He's pretty he's pretty much done everything that you can ask of a man with that kind of power, that type of cachet. And he's still a top five player in the NBA as we speak today. But I still don't see him as the GOAT. After giving him his flowers and saying he's done all of these incredible things, I I just don't see him as the GOAT. I'm sorry, I I just don't. And you could say, oh, Karan, you're being petty, or you're being selfish, or 
what is it about Jordan that, like, to me, Jordan is the perfect player. He had no weaknesses. I saw Jordan literally in a final, the last finals game for his career with the Chicago Bulls. They're down three. Fit under 50 seconds to go. He gets the ball. He makes a shot. The next possession, Utah has the ball. This man comes back and gets the defensive stop. He steals the ball. He dribbles the ball up the court. Looks at the at the time at the shot clock. Looks at the floor. Makes his move. And it's iconic. Let me say that again. It's iconic. I've never seen anyone else do that in the history of watching the NBA Finals. And I've watched the NBA Finals from 84 up to now. You know who else likes Michael Jordan? The ratings. You can go check, but if I'm not mistaken, there's no LeBron Finals that trumps any Jordan Finals. It just doesn't. You can look it up and let me know if I'm wrong. I don't mind. That's just my opinion. You can let me know. But like I said, LeBron is great. He's done everything that you can ask of an athlete to be that great. He's he's never cheated the game. Everywhere he's played, he's given his absolute best. I just don't think he's better than MJ. That's just me. And I think it really boils down to is, are you liking LeBron because he does more or you prefer his game because to me I don't think it's about whether or not both players are dominant because they're both dominant I think a lot of people like LeBron's game more than they like Jordan Jordan was a scorer give him the ball he didn't have to bring the ball up Scotty did that he didn't have to rebound Horace or Robin did that and LeBron's defense he always had to have the ball in his hands he always had to put people in the right positions and if they couldn't score, he had to score too. But I will say this. There was a couple times where he had all-star help. He had the opportunity to play off the ball. He just chose not to. That's just how he was. This year, he's played a little bit of off the ball. And if they're going to be successful, and they're going to win a championship this year, Anthony Davis is going to have to carry them. LeBron can't carry them. He can only do so much. I'll make a deal with you. If the Lakers win the championship this year, on one of these episodes, I will renounce Michael Jordan as being the GOAT, at least as far as the basketball. I'll do it. Because if they win another championship, even though he'll be one short of Jordan, you'd have to give him some slight edge over Jordan because he's done it at this advanced age. But he has to win the title, and he has to win finals MVP. He has to. He didn't get no votes for regular season MVP. He still was the top vote getter out west, though, because he was the team captain. But what it really boils down to when we look at this analysis with Jordan and LeBron, I honestly do believe it comes down to who do you prefer better. Because both of them have stats. Both of them have rings. Both of them have accomplishments. I've just laid out in the last seven or so minutes about both guys. 
I think it just really boils down to is who you like more. And if you like a guy who gets everyone involved, who wants to be the good guy and doesn't want to yell at everybody and is a great role model, you'll go with LeBron. The last dance showed you how much of an a-hole Jordan was, but he won. That's all he cared about. That's all he's ever cared about. It's all about winning. It's all about his his his, his weakest. I would say Jordan's weakest thing is he's a competitor by default. He wants to compete. He doesn't care about being friends to a certain degree. If you're friends, that's cool, but understand, I'm trying to kill you. That's just me. Period. LeBron, we'll play, but I still want to be cool with you at the end. Cool? Cool. We're going to wrap this up by talking about the sneaker line. This part, this segment will be really, really quick because, to be honest, I'm not the biggest LeBron sneaker person. Um, there are a few of his sneakers I do like. There's a few I, I don't particularly care for. I know the Zoom, the 3, the 7, and the 9s and the 8s are the ones I pretty much care about for LeBron sneakers. Um, Jordan, come on. That changed the game. Um, you know where you were when you saw him glide from the free throw line in the twos. And when he did it also in the threes, he did it twice in the threes in the slam dunk competition. You knew where you were when he did the spectacular move in the Jordan six against magic in the 91 finals. You knew where you were when he hit the six threes, wearing the sevens, the play. Well, we might as well call them playoff seven, but they call them Raptors, but the Raptors weren't around back then. You knew where you were when he was just killing Dan Marley and the Phoenix Suns, averaging 41 points and the black and red, a.k.a. bread eights. You knew where you were when you see him with the playoff 11s and he just ran through the playoffs. Had a little hiccup in Seattle, but they still closed it out. You knew where you were when he wore the flu games in Utah and scored 38 points. And you definitely knew where you were when he had on the last shot 14s to win his sixth championship and held the poles. And knew that was going to probably be the last time he put on that Chicago Bulls uniform and defined his legacy, defined his dynasty. See, stories can be told through sneakers. It's just that sometimes you need a person who's acute and aware of the sneaker and can tell the story in its full bloom. I promise you the next time I talk about LeBron sneakers, I'll have a more acute sense and I can at least tie in an outstanding moment with his sneakers. But who are we kidding? I'm a Jordan guy. Majority of the shoes that I own in my collection, they hold a significant, they have significant meaning to me. And that's why I have them. We're going to go to conclusions and final thoughts. Final thoughts. There really isn't a loser in this situation. 
to be honest with you, like I said earlier, both guys have dominated this game unlike anybody else we've ever seen. They're the two most distinguished 23s we've ever seen. Jordan was first, LeBron was second, and now he's changed his number to number six. I feel as if no matter who you pick, you can't go wrong as far as a player or, or, or their games or just just style of play. But when it comes to sneakers, there's definitely a clear winner, and that is Jordan Brand. Without a doubt, that is the best sneaker line out the gate. Now, don't get me wrong. That may not be your favorite, but the most successful, you have to say it's Jordan Brand. Now, I will say this. Not all LeBron's shoes have been retro. And with a little bit more storytelling, no, it's still going to be Jordan. I'm sorry. I'm pulling a leg. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. So in conclusion, I want to thank you for listening. And I hope that you come back again. You are welcome back at our table anytime. I'm Karan. And we are now leaving the lunch table talk. Peace.